Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Remember that being you and beauty is all about discovering what you need to do from the inside out. And each and every week, we talk about tools, techniques, treatments. We talk with specialists, doctors, even life coaches and, and mediums to be able to help us to support the most beautiful way that we can be of ourselves from the inside out and then also from the outside in. My guest today is a board certified dermatologist and it's Dr. Dennis Gross. Uh, and he has been um, really making waves in the world of peels. And we're going to be having a conversation about some changes with sunscreens today as well. So, uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation and actually some of the some of the most amazing conversations that we have with um, that our listeners share back with us are the ones where we actually get the time with the doctors. So, Dr. Gross, thank you so much for devoting some Bonnie, time to be on Inside and Out. I'm excited to talk about it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that's happening right now is we're heading out of summer and we're working our way into fall. And I think, you know, when I talk with people, they always say fall is their favorite time of the year. The weather gets a little cooler. The, 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 you know, the smell in the air, the trees start to change. The holidays are around the corner. And, um, and then for other people, fall is like they panic, you know, like kids going back to school, holidays are coming, like so much work to be done before the end of the year is coming on. And any of that and all of that can affect the way that we look and the way that we feel. So I know you're going to share with us some great opportunities to get that kind of fall beauty uh, going on and be able to uh, really carry that through uh, through the remainder part of the year. But first, I would love to be able to hear a little bit more about how long you've been been a dermatologist, what had you go in this field, and what's like one of the favorite things that's happening right now in this field? Well, my background actually started as, as a skin cancer researcher. Um, I'm very much a scientist, and I was a researcher in melanoma at Sloan Kettering here in New York, and I did immunology research as well. Um, and I was really something I, – I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I pursued uh, a career in dermatology mostly because I love the fact that um, – I can see moles that change. And one of the things that was very uh, challenging to me emotionally was thinking about going to become a cancer specialist. Things were always, diseases were caught late very often. That's a very unfortunate, sad um, truism of of being an oncologist, for example. Catch a mole early when you see the signs changing, more than one color, shape, you know that something's wrong. You can take the moles off as a dermatologist. It doesn't take an X-ray. Um, and you can remove them and prevent skin cancer, prevent melanoma. And I went into dermatology mostly for that reason. And my background in science has really stayed center, center stage for me. Um, it's a passion. It's a talent I know I have. And I started to use that, um, that skill set to create products, which I never planned on doing. So here I am as a dermatologist, still practicing dermatology here in, um, in New York City on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, and I'm also a formulator of products, and this is something that I, I, ha- I wear both, both hats, and I love educating, so here we are, um, I see patients, and I lecture, and I create products, and so everything we're talking about, I think this is really a timely time to really have a conversation about fall, skin health, I know you want to talk about sunscreens and peels, so let's get going, I'm excited to talk about it, whatever you want to talk about. Perfect. Well, I love the fact that you started out as a science and that you did see the opportunity to be able to um, research in the cancer field because we know that that is that's growing. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. Yeah. Um, And we're not taking very good care of ourselves as we should. So all of this is just going to continue to evolve. Um, But I'm I am interested in more of you know that type of work that you're doing. And one question, because this one's personal for me, I got to get it in before okay. I, I don't. 
how often should people have their body checked or moles checked? Yeah, I would say once a year is safe. Um, if you've had a skin cancer or precancer or serious family history, maybe twice a year. Um, mm-hmm. But you need to do it once a year. I think that's the safest time. If, if things look good year after year, maybe you could do it every other year. But I think the general guidelines in this day and age, once a year, Bonnie, is really the recommendation. Mm, especially because, you know, I grew up in Arizona. And yeah. so I, you know, oh, definitely yeah. was in the sun a good majority of the time. Both of my parents have had some some uh, topical skin cancer removed, but also further or deeper, I forget what they call it, um, squamish? Squamous. Right, squamous cell carcinomas. Those are are serious. Those Those are serious, serious. yeah. Yeah. So both of my parents have had gone through that. Um, It leads me to believe that growing up in a very arid, dry, sunny environment and then having my parents go through it, that I probably need to be more precautious than not. Right, Right. absolutely. Sounds good. Well, I I appreciate that time with you, doctor. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) Perfect. Well, let's let's dive into a little bit here. Because I know one of the things that you have been doing some research on and have some uh, some quality information on is around sunscreen. So we're talking about skin cancer. We do need to get our, ourselves checked annually for skin cancer uh, moles. And But is sunscreen really still helping us today or not? Yeah. Let's put it this way. It's, it's absolutely – versus the options of sun avoidance or protective clothing – um, I think sunscreens are essential mm-hmm. and there's no, but, you know, there's also data that some, that skin cancers are not necessarily coming down as a result of wearing sunscreens, but who knows what those numbers would be even if we, if we weren't using the sunscreens, you know, so it stands to reason if we know sun causes skin cancer and that's a fact that's indisputable. And if we know that sunblock and sun, sunscreen prevents the penetration of these uh, dangerous ultraviolet light rays, stands for reasons it's protective. So I have to say that I think it's, it's mandatory for people who are in the sun, kids as well, wear your sunscreen. It's the safest thing to do. And, and, and you know, in terms of, in terms of um, you know, I, I say that people, they always ask, well, how high of a sunscreen should I wear? My, my, my feeling is that it's probably an SPF 30 is, is, the, is the magic number. But I also like to say that pink is the new red. And what I mean by that is, if your sunscreen fails to protect you and you still emerge at the end of the day having pink skin, then you have to go up on your sunscreen or you have to start to take other precautions. Of course, you know, days of old, if you got burned or you, or you got red, we all know that's, that's still too much sun. But I think the bar has been lowered. And what I mean by that is if, if, this, if your skin is pink, even that's telling you that the skin is being challenged. There, there is a threat to the skin by the sun. And you need to be more careful than, than just whatever, whatever it was you were doing that day. Pink is a new red. Mm, that's really, that is really good advice in there. Now, I know that there's, you know, there is a little controversy going on with, with uh, some skincare right now. I mean, first of all, we're kind of in this transition where, you know, they want them to all be reef-friendly skincare. So right. that means a lot of these skincares have, like, reformulated. Yes. Um, and so we're all, we're all wondering, like, it, does that affect performance of what we've been used to with a right. sunscreen? Right. Well, here's the thing. The, when you, it all boils down to the SPF factor, whether it's a chemical sunscreen or, or a physical block, a mineral block, which is the same thing, right? There's chemical and physical blocks. It's, it's the same thing. When you, when you see an SPF of whatever it is, SPF 30 on a label, that says that you have a certain amount of protection regardless of whether the, the sunscreen is chemical or physical blocks, okay? Should, they should perform the same. And as far as the coral reefs and things like that, there are certain ingredients that are known to be hazardous to the environment, specifically the coral reef. So those are the ones that uh, have been really un, in, under focus. But, you know, whether or not you choose a chemical or a physical block is up to the individual. There's some, some now some information that maybe chemical sunscreens have some issues with them, um, but it's up to the consumer to really make that choice. As and to do, yeah, to do our own research and to be aware. And to pick your SPF according to what you need. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're light-skinned and you know that you burn easily, then you should yes. go a little higher. If, right. 
Yeah. If you're, yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, that's good. Well, I know I, it's, that's an important topic for me because I'm, I spend a lot of time out in the sun. Um, we have a boat in the Caribbean, so it's, it's part of my lifestyle. And right. so I am definitely someone that slathers on the sunscreen on a regular basis. Is there any, is there any danger that's going on right now with sunscreens? Like I heard this, there was this article and it was part of what you were sharing as well. I saw in some of your work, um, chemicals, uh, chemical or chemical sunscreens penetrating into the bloodstream. Right. There is preliminary data that's, that's showing that is the case. Okay. And what does that mean? It, it was found that there are people who were applying the chemical sunscreens, not the physical blocks, but the chemical blocks. And it was penetrating into their bloodstream. They put it on and then they would do blood tests and lo and behold, the, the, the sunscreen ingredients were making its way from the skin into the body and into the bloodstream. And, you know, that's, that's, that's an alarming, alarming fact. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same thing as saying that, um, you know, well, we don't know what does that mean. You know, there's no, there's no proof that it's hazardous. I think the Food and Drug Administration has not issued any statement saying that just because it's been found in the bloodstream that it's been found, that that, that is a harmful event. That's a harmful thing. I'm uncomfortable with that. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'd rather not take a chance. And I, and I've always in my line of work as a dermatologist, as a skin cancer researcher, um, as a product formulator in my, in my skincare brand, I have always recommended and I've, I've exclusively always used the physical blocks. Um, just the word chemical tells you something, right? It's a chemical sunscreen. Define physical blocks for yeah. our listeners. Okay. So here's the thing. This, a physical block is a, is a sunscreen that literally blocks the penetration of the sun's rays into the skin. It literally is like a coat of paint. Right. The, sun, the, the rays don't enter at all. A, sun, a sunscreen that's a, that's a chemical sunscreen does allow the sun in, but, but then it, it, it sort of scatters it. And, it, and it's, it doesn't allow it to penetrate any deeper past a certain layer. Gotcha. So it has a scattering effect. So one's a, one's a protective coat. The other is more something like a, it, it attracts the sun to it. It acts as bait. The chemical sunscreen says, here I am. Hit me, not the skin. And then it bounces off those, those molecules of the, of the chemical sunblock, and it prevents it from getting into the, into the skin itself. It's the chemical sunscreens that were found to be absorbed by the into right. the, Okay. Um, so they work by different mechanisms, but remember, all SPFs, you know, as long as you pick the right one that's, that's good for you, that's strong enough for you, all the, all the Food Drug Administration is saying is, is that an SPF 15, regardless of the type, is going to block out the sun and give you 15 times more sun protection than you would have otherwise had if you were not wearing a sunscreen. Doesn't t- and, and it doesn't have any difference between physical and chemical blocks. Mm, interesting. Now, I know we're going to get to um, chemical peels, which is another exciting topic that I want to talk about. But I have one more question to tap into with this. Do you think consumers know that there is a chemical and a physical sunscreen out in the world? Or should we be defining that more as far as if we were product manufacturers of this? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do that. I'm, I'm very interested in educating, and I do talk about that on, on my website and I, in my, in my um, educational material. I think people should know. And, you know, this is something that, you know, people are more interested in their diet and they're interested in healthy lifestyles, and they should be more educated about this. Mm. So um, it's not something that, you know, there's, there's, um, there's room for improvement. And, you know, I think that this whole issue with the absorption into the bloodstream of the chemical sunscreens, you know, we don't know what to make of that. Um, you know, it goes back to, you know, some things um, happen and, and you, you know, if, my philosophy is we have alternatives to chemical sunscreens and they're called physical sunscreens. So if we know that those are not absorbed into the bloodstream, the physical blocks don't do that and they act equally as effectively so I advise my patients and, and those who um, listen to me or ask me for advice, I tell them, take no chances. You know, may as well 
just use the physical blocks uh, until this is sorted out. There really is no reason to take a chance with a chemical sunscreen. Why would you want something in your bloodstream if you have an option? Yeah, I just typed that up here on Facebook because that is brand new information for me. Um, and so I'm sure it's brand new information for a lot of my listeners. So thank you for sharing that because that, that right there puts us in a little bit more of a position to be able to make better choices for ourselves. Right. You don't need to know more than just the phenomenon exists. And so, you know, further research is being done to clarify whether there's a harm. But, you know, let's face it. Um, before things are found to be dangerous, they're, they're, they're thought to be safe. I mean, you yeah. know, this whole thing with the, 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 the vaping cigarettes were thought to be so fine as an alternative to cigarettes. And here you are, everyone's, everyone's joining that bandwagon. So um, things are always thought to be safe until they're found to be harmful. Right, you know? right. There's never so, enough research until they're harmful. And then right. that's, and so that's and unfortunately, that's the way that it works in the scientific, in the scientific community. And yeah. then this technological world we live in. So um, I believe I advocate playing it safe. And yeah, I, I like physical sunscreens myself. That's what I use on myself. I use on my kids. Uh, well, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm going to be doing my research on that and stocking up in that realm. And I think that, I think that when you were sharing that, I was like, Oh, now I understand the difference because I think in trying different sunscreens, there's one that, that actually irritated my skin and, right. it, and I'm assuming it was more of a chemical one where I had I became sensitive to it, where when I used a physical one, I'm like, that really worked. I didn't right. get burnt. Which is why I formulate in my skincare line um, with the physical blocks. You're right. The chemical sunscreens, generally speaking, they are, they are the ones where um, contact dermatitis, irritation, sensitivity, mm-hmm. that's where they set in um, with, that, with, that, with that group. Um, the physical blocks are more natural. They're minerals. Yes. Yeah. And they're, and they're as protective because the SPF is still where we're managing that. Precisely. Oh, that's good information. Well, thank you for that. Okay. So I want to, you know, out with the sunflowers and in with the mums, we're going into fall. One of the things that I've always been a big fan of is really um, going in and having chemical peels done okay. um, with my dermatologist. And part of that is because he's really, he's really shared with me as a preventative approach, knowing that both of my parents have had, you know, skin cancer, right. skin cancer removed, deep skin cancer removed. Um, and he's like, this is your way of being preventative as well. So um, I've gone in, I've had chemical peels. I've had some that were, I'd say fairly strong at times. And then I've had some that were very subtle and you, you know, other than maybe a little sloughing in dry areas of my skin, didn't even know it, but did have a nice glow. And um, my skin did appear better, feel better and look better. Okay. Good. So talk to me about these different types of peels. Cause I think even to our consumers, when we say chemical peels, right has a tendency to scare them off from this type of a treatment. Right. Well, the first thing you should know is that there are all different strengths that you can get in a, in a doctor's office, in a dermatologist's office. Um, and there's also that the ones that may off beta peels, a product that I, I've been known to formulate, which is a, a, the only two-step system I'm at, at home um, that does give terrific results. But the key point here, number one, is there's a very different uh, – use of appeal when it's medical versus cosmetic, okay? So in terms of using peels as a medical treatment, in terms of prevention, by definition, those must be very deep. Those must be something that penetrates. You mentioned squamous cell carcinoma, for example, that type mm-hmm. of skin cancer. That, that occurs in the top layer of skin called the epidermis. As it, as it advances, it can go deeper down. But if you're going to use a chemical peel to try to treat um, or prevent skin cancer, you have to really remove that top layer the, uh, called the epidermis. By definition, that's deep. That has a downtime. There's redness. Your skin looks raw. And it, it's basically removing um, the, 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 a lot of good, all good skin plus the bad skin at the same time. And then the normal skin comes, but regenerates, replaces it, and you've, you've treated and you've prevented um, so, so peels are used for that kind of medical uh, result. Then you have use of peels 
for cosmetic. And I can tell you that, generally speaking, cosmetic use of peels wins out in terms of popularity. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're really looking for something that is um, a way to treat your skin so that you're preventing and treating certain types of skin cancer, not melanoma, I want to emphasize that, not melanoma, but but the other types. Um, You know, there are are creams now, there are topical chemotherapy creams. There's this thing called PDT, which um, uses light plus a cream to basically causes this uniform controlled destruction of the abnormal skin cells in the skin. Um, so there are, there are many options. And I think that peels for, um, for medical purposes, they're probably being used less and less right now. Um, mm-hmm. On the other hand, peels being used for cosmetic results, they're, they're, they're up there. And it's up there with like similar to the use of lasers, you know, where you can actually re- remove and, and, Get a, cause a lot of destruction, but also take off the bad skin and, and have it come back more radiant, more beautiful, tighter, firmer. Collagen productions form the fine lines and wrinkles look better. Pores can look better. Hyperpigmentation can look better. So peels have a big place in in the cosmetic world, and then you have then you have the retail use of peels. So um, I'm a big believer in that um, and as long as it's two steps, which I think is the big differentiating factor. It's the only way I believe in peels. And that's the only type of peel I do make. Um, they are something that can make a beautiful difference at home. And here you don't need a downtime at home. You don't need to have the redness and the rawness. And in fact, I teach against that. I formulate with something that's only gentle. And I think everyday use is the key to get the skin like exercise to get it to turn over. And to that's how the skin really appreciates. And that's how you get, all these, these this multitasking results from appeals, which is why people love them for home use. But you're saying that that's a two-step process. So what are those two steps? Because I think people that are in the in the drugstores buying retinol-type creams think right. that they're getting some type of home exfoliation peel in a sense. Okay. So you just you just said a lot. You talked <laughs> like, like a consumer who jumbles a lot of different things together. So let's just go through these things one by one. Okay. Okay. So first of all, appeal means that you're really, um, you are removing the top layer of skin. You are going through what's called exfoliation, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, peels, when you come to a doctor's office, you know, people right behind this door coming to my office for peels, there are always at least two steps. Why? Because the first step is an acid, and the second step is a neutralizer. The second step shuts down the acids to make it controlled, makes it um, gentle on the skin. And that is how peels are always done in the doctor's office. So I am a firm believer, and the fact is there's no such thing really as a one-step peel. If you're going to use the gold standard of what doctors have done for decades, which is two steps. So in terms of a product to use at home, you should always have that step one, which is the, the acid step. And always follow it up with a second step, which is your neutralize, which shuts it off, turns off the acids, and then you can have the opportunity to deliver all these beautiful anti-aging ingredients when the skin has been mm. exfoliated and, and the acids shut down with that second step. I'm a believer that second step, and I load them up with anti-aging ingredients so that you get all these fantastic benefits, this, and the skin's really ripe and ready to absorb all those ingredients with the second step after the first step has exfoliated. Mm, so, okay. So, so retinol is onto itself an ingredient that is not really a peel, right? A ret- retinol is an ingredient that is vitamin A derived and is something that helps the skin rejuvenate itself and is great for a host of different uh, issues. But it's, it, retinol is not an acid. So retinol isn't something that you could even try to neutralize if you wanted to. You could use high-dose retinol as a peel. We do it here in the office. I do, I do have a one-step retinol peel. But to make it clear, acids, that's a type of peel. That's an alpha and beta hydroxy acid peel. I believe firmly that the best results and the safest results that the, one, the consumer should look for is two steps. Retinol is a different story. It's an ingredient. It's not an acid. Mm, okay, good, good, good okay. clarity on that. Yes. So you have peels that you're doing in the office, and obviously yes. these are of, of varying strengths. 
but you also have a retail product that you sell to your patients and consumers that they can do this peel at home. Oh yeah, and the product is that it's this, it's distributed at all stores here in United Sephora's and it's online and it's it's available in spas and medi spas all over the country. It's called the Alpha Beta Peel. Um, and I talked about skin cancer research. It was something I developed that um, came from my experience as a researcher and then as a practicing dermatologist. Um, that is a very, very popular product. It's what I'm known for. It's the iconic peel product out there now. Um, it's my hit. Um, so it's, it, it, but, and the reason it's so popular is because the two steps really make it for phenomenal results. And yet there's no downtime. It's now available for in a gentle form and in, in an intermediate form and an extra strength form. So we can, we've cultivated so that people can select the one that's right for them based on their skin type, how sensitive they are, how used to other skincare products they are. Are they, are they skincare junkies? Are they doing things on a regular basis? Those people can use things that are stronger. Then there are people who are sensitive who should still try to do the benefit, get the benefits of appeal. And for that, we make the gentle version. Nice. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about some other products in your line that um, you've kind of done some research on and really have discovered that they're they're very well received um, by your patients and consumers alike where you have your products out there. But right. I do want to go into peels a little bit more, but we're going to have to take a quick break if you don't okay. mind sure. um, before we go into any more of that. And I want to let you guys know as we're kind of going to break that we are on Facebook Live, so you can find me on my Bonnie Bonadeo page. Uh, so join us on there, and we don't actually take a break on Facebook Live, so we're going to continue the conversation as we work our way through our quick little break um, on our audio channel here, and then we'll be back with Dr. Dennis Gross, uh, board-certified dermatologist, and we're talking about, we were talking about SPFs, we're talking about peels, we're going to go into that conversation a little bit more, so stay with us, we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Hi, Bonnie Bonadeo here. Would you date your brand? Yes, no, maybe. Maybe you're not even sure what a brand is. You know, like so many companies out there, they have a great product and they don't understand the ultimate brand connection. There's confusion between marketing, sales, branding, clarity of message and establishing a laser focused target on who your ultimate client is. So let me ask you these three questions. Do you know why you exist? Not your product, not your company, you. Do you know why you exist? And then what are you offering? And third, who are you offering it to? And if you can't answer these three questions with complete certainty, then you need to join me in Atlanta, Georgia, September 15th and 16th for Stages Speaking and Branding Course. It's a two-day workshop, two in-depth conversations between speaking and branding, and one fantastic brand message that you'll be able to speak with the ultimate confidence. So if you'd like to join me September 15th and 16th in Atlanta, Georgia for Stages, go to stagespeakercourse.com. That's stagespeakercourse.com. You can also find me on Facebook if you go stages, speaking, and branding course. See you there. 
Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm here with Dr. Dennis Gross. He's a board-certified dermatologist and a dermatologist surgeon, a dermatological surgeon, and he founded his practice in 1990. He's based in New York. He practiced at New York University Medical Center, where he earned his medical degree and his research distinctions, of course, and he has a deep interest in this healthiness of the skin, as well as the skin looking and feeling beautiful, which is perfect tie into our show here. And you've been a leader in, you know, cosmetic dermatology procedures and cutting edge technology as long along with research. Um, And I think I can tell by the way that you're sharing everything that you have a passion for patients. Right. Oh, I do. That's, that's part of why I love dermatology because you know, you don't, you can see it, you can talk to the patient, it doesn't take an x-ray, it doesn't take a blood test, you're not listening to a heartbeat, and I, and I believe me, I appreciate all, all specialties in medicine. For me, it's, um, it's the ability to talk to people and to see the biology, to see the results, um, that there's no mistaking it. If the skin looks better, if the skin looks healthy, then you know it is. And, and then you and the patient share that. Yeah, and I think today... You know, I think the consumer being savvy and, and highly educated and, and they have the resources to be highly educated. I think we're looking for as many natural processes, treatments, um, products as we can, because, you know, even though there's some really great new under the knife type of uh, technology that right. is not as, as evasive as it used to be in the past. Right. I still think we all want to age gracefully right. and just take care of our skin. I think we're more worried about disease, you know, and being healthy in our lifestyle and our life than looking old too fast, you know? Right. right. And the trend that I'm finding is that people you know, want to treat their skin to make your, their skin truly look younger and more radiant rather than wearing lots of makeup to cover it up. Mm-hmm. This has been a very interesting uh, moment we're seeing in, in, in the consumer's behavior and partly um, it's, it's, it's represented by sales of skincare products versus makeup. Um, millennials, they're really interested in prevention. You know, that, that's new. Um, and it, it, you know, not too long ago, people thought, well, I'll just put makeup on and that'll be all I need to make my skin look better. Well, that was, those were the choices we had. Yeah. We didn't right. have some of these great products today that give us that healthy glow and that nice skin finish. So we did have to apply makeup to do that. Right. But now there are, there are what I call the pillars of anti-aging. And so when I create products, I'm a big believer in vitamin C. I love retinol. I do think hyaluronic acid is an incredible ingredient. Um, I love the peels and I'm, I'm a big believer that, you know, you have to keep the skin in balance. Not only should you be using ingredients that have been tried and true and are known to stimulate collagen, which is that fiber in the skin that makes it look younger. And that's what we lose when we start to see fine lines and wrinkles and laxity. They're all due to collagen. So everything should be focusing on collagen production. So there's certain ingredients that you should be really looking for because the ones I just mentioned, those are the ones that are tried and true, but Another overarching principle, though, I believe, is the skin does not like or need to be thrown off balance. Redness, irritation, even ceiling, the word peel does scare people. Mm-hmm. But peels with two steps, that's the way, that's the safe way to do it because it's a neutralizer that shuts down the acids in the first right. step. So you can get the best of, of, of these treatments without a downtime. So 
Samantha Sex in the City doesn't exist anymore. You know, it was the, it was the way it was, and maybe One Step Heels can still do that and be careful. But um, this is something that now keeping your skin in balance is really the key as you as you navigate as you journey through the anti aging um, possibilities at home. Yeah, good. And the doctor's uh, office. I had a I had a peel one time, and it was oh, it was probably about ten years back or so, and. You know, and they did give me the choice of, you know, you want something a little bit stronger? Do you want to kind of go where we've, you know, where we've kept it very, very basic in the past? And I said, you know what, I've got I've got some time off. I'm not going to be out in the sun. Um, So let's do something a little bit more and kick it up a little bit. And so we did. And it didn't, you know, in the first few days, it didn't feel uh, awkward or sensitive. Right. at that point, it was, uh, you know, the, the skin tightening was a little bit more. So a week later, I'm off to work. I'm on a plane. I'm flying to a destination. I'm sitting down across the table having a meeting with somebody. And the gentleman's like, um, I just need to let you know that your face is falling off. Right. I hear you. I hear <laughs> and you. it was just like this side of my face. It was just like a whole piece of skin was just right. like starting to yeah. slough off. Right. And I'm like, okay, that might have been a little too much. Right. I'm not a fan of that, you know, because I'll, I'll just tell you, listen, people out there listening to this, this, we talked earlier about words we use. And, and one of the biggest words that you're going to hear are something called free radicals. You know, you don't yes. need to generate, free radicals are the enemy to you. You know, free radicals destroy your collagen. So I'm a big believer that I love antioxidants. I believe you have to put them on your skin, not just consume them because that is the way to get really strong results. You can't, you can't, you have to eat so much vitamin C to get like the equivalent of a 10% serum or 12, I have an IPL serum. That's that's like a 12% serum of of, of vitamin C. You can't eat that amount because if you, if you have ingest your, your vitamin C or your antioxidants, to a point where it's diluted into your six-quart bloodstream and then, ha- and then gets distributed to all your organs in your body, the amount that actually lands in your face, it's, it takes a lot to be ingested, mm-hmm. but you can put it into a really concentrated serum, you see. So topical application is really the key. Nor can you eat collagen and have it work. That's a big myth. You have to use ingredients yeah. that stimulates your skin's own collagen. But the point you're making about that guy in the, on the airplane and what you look like, but by the way, you know, you can, I just created another peel. It's called a resurfacing liquid peel that is used twice a week. And it's a little bit stronger. And it's for people who do have the use of other products and they are integrating a skincare. It's a stronger peel. We only use it twice a week and done that way. Your skin stays in balance. And you don't get that look that you're referring to that, happened, that happened on the airplane. Yeah, and I think it was. I think it was just, you know, I went up in the plane and it probably just dried out my skin, landed, boom, my face was ready to peel. <laughs> now, your your product line is called um, Dr. Dennis Gross Skin Care. You, you originated that in 2002. You've had some award-winning products as part of this, peels being one of them. Give us some insight of some of the other products that you're proud of. Other products. Well, I think that um, I have a, another product that's for pores that um, has just been launched. And this is being very highly well-received because, um, you know, so I don't create a product just because I want to copy somebody or because I think there's a market for it. If I find a new technology and or, or a better way to do it, that's what I'm going to do. Pores, there are, as a dermatologist, I will tell you there are seven reasons that pores look larger. And when you looked, I looked at the landscape out there, and I've seen that some products just cover up the pores, or they just give you a little salicylic acid to exfoliate. So this is the product that actually does a lot more than just covers them up or gives you one ingredient. It's got a, a complex of seven plus ingredients that really focus on treating the real reasons <clears throat> that you get pores. And that's a big hit. And I created something called the LED Facewear Pro Mask. I don't know if you've seen this. It's on... It's been on the morning talk shows and, you know, this is, it just, it looks really cool. It's this mask that you wear that delivers something called LED light, mm-hmm. which is something that. I think I've seen this. Yes. But it comes in, it, you go to dermatologist's offices and you get this treatment, but it's a product you can use at home. It's just three minutes a day. And if it's, uh, it's, it's, it does both stimulate collagen for anti-aging and it's great for um, acne and for, um, for complexion concerns. And you just wear it for three minutes a day. There's no downtime. And the point about that product is 
it goes to show you that, you see, collagen production has to come by virtue of the products you put, or the ingredients you put on your skin. But the more ways you stimulate your own collagen, they're all additive and the better results will be. So LED is an ingredient, truly, you don't see, it's a light. You wouldn't think a light is really like an ingredient. It's not something that you can, you don't feel it, you don't see it, you can't touch it, but it works on receptors in the skin, just like vitamin C, just like retinol. It all, they all have different receptors. So this, this new technology, this device that you wear at home, um, we've got profound results that you see in, in two weeks and in 10 weeks, um, it's FDA cleared for production of collagen and, and for, for acne. So that's another huge thing. And, and you know, the line, the, the skincare company um, is booming now because it's just something that, you know, there are, there are tricks that I have that I believe in that I, I couple retinol, which I love, with another ingredient that's called frulic acid, which I find has made retinol soothing to the skin, where retinol in the past was a bit challenging. It can make mm. the skin red. It, can be it is for me. Right. For you, exactly. So it's something that, there's a, there's, a, there's a synergy that you can use retinol with something else. And then I find that, back to the science that I'm, I, I love, vitamin C, for example, there's a better way to make a vitamin C product because vitamin C itself is only dissolved in water, right? But the skin is made of lipids and water. The two don't mix. So I create a molecule of vitamin C that goes into both water and lipid-soluble parts of the skin for complete treatment of the skin. So um, different things, different modifications of things from nature uh, to make it work better is really what I like to do. That's so interesting. So if I get this right, a product that's claiming to have collagen in it that we're putting on top of our skin is really not helping us to produce collagen. collagen. Correct, 100%. Collagen is a giant molecule. It's It's the fibers in your skin. You couldn't, you can't put this giant molecule on your skin and, 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 and expect it to absorb. It's crazy. The skin, this, this, the whole idea of the skin is to keep the world outside away from getting inside, right? It's the largest organ that's a barrier, right? So you gotta, you have to use ingredients that that do get in the skin that that turns on the cells in the skin that are responsible for making collagen and telling them make more of it for me, not applying it. Uh, as a molecule on your skin, or ingesting it. I mean, you, you take this giant molecule, you drink it, and you, you put a powder and you make it into a liquid and you drink that. That collagen that goes into your, the pH of one, that highly acidic environment of your stomach, is going to break down collagen. It's, not, it's destroyed by the, by the stomach. And then, as, and then it gets into your digestive system and into your bloodstream. It's not collagen after that, at, at, at that point. So the only way to do it is use ingredients that have been proven, like LED and vitamin C and alpha beta peels that stimulates your skin's own collagen. You can do that. And you actually, it's pretty amazing. The results you can see around the eyes, around the face, the firming effects, they're, they're terrific. But you have to use legitimate science. Yeah, yeah. And so your alpha beta pore um, perfecting serum right. is one of those products that can help to... Stimulate? Pores. No, that's pores. That's pores, okay. Pores. People hate their pores. I mean, yes. this is something that, you know, it's quite incredible how people just don't like the size of their pores. They think they, they look, they can't cover up with makeup. They try, but sometimes the makeup settles into their pores and it makes them look worse. Yeah. So there's, there's seven reasons. The treatment of a pore is, is, is really complicated. You have to clean out the tube. Remember, pores are really like the, the opening of oil glands that make oil. So they get congested. So you have to either, you have to clean them out. You have to increase the cell turnover of the lining of the pore. You have to kill the bacteria. You have to regulate the chemistry of that being produced because sometimes pores make oils that are a little too heavy for their own good and they just don't flow. They're waxy. They're not liquids. So there are ingredients that actually liquefy that waxy buildup in the pore refining serum that I just, I just launched that is groundbreaking stuff, but it's, it's, it's something that takes, there's seven different reasons for it. And some people may have one or two or three reasons for their large pores, but whatever the reason is, it's in the product. Mm, nice. Nice. That sounds, that sounds like a good product. And I'm a, I'm a fan of serums. I think that they go on right. light, they penetrate, 
I can, you know, I can move them around so I don't use need to use a lot. They're easy yeah. to, uh, they're easy for me to travel with as well. Cause I travel quite a bit, you That's know, it. kind of like moisturizing creams and stuff like that, that, you know. Right. Serums are great. And, and one of the major things that we're seeing, I told, we talked about this, the rising tide of skincare at home is that people are layering their products mm. you know? and that's something they have to understand. And one thing I think that maybe your listeners who are interested in this stuff should understand that you always hear, well, what do I put on first? How do I know what to do? And the simple tip is you always put on the lightest product first and then you look and you can just intuitively say, well, this one's thicker than this. So the, the thinner one goes on before the thicker. So you would do your alphabet peel, then you would put on a serum, then you would put on a moisturizer, then you could put on your makeup, you know? So that's the way to layer. And layering is becoming much more popular now as we have people like you who like serums, you know? Mm-hmm. Those, those products go, I love serums too because they are super absorptive and they are, they are the powerhouse way to get whatever it is that you're looking to do, whether it's fine lines and wrinkles or maybe it's hydration. They're great. Masks are moving up the ladder too. Yeah. So can you give us some insight? Because one of the things that's happening out there with women aging like myself is, you know, we have Restylane and we have Botox and we have peels and, you know, we're looking good. But then all of a sudden you get to this part of our body right here. Yeah. And we're not looking so good. And even though I transfer those same products to that part of my body, I'm not getting the same results. What do you recommend for the decollete and and the neck? All right. Okay. That's the next frontier. Okay. There's no question that, you know, remember sunscreen on your neck. Remember sunscreen on your decollete. You've got to cover that area up. And the skin there is different. So I do have a, there's, there, I have a neck cream, for example. There the trick is, that it's the delivery system. You need to find, just like the eyes need their own particular delivery system where you're going to use products that are designed specifically for that thin, delicate area around the eyes and the eyelids, um, the neck as well. So probably the biggest trick that we're doing now is we're taking that LED mask, that the Facewear Pro, that, um, and we're actually recommending that people, it's three minutes for your face and you have to use it for three minutes every single day that's how you get the results in, that, in the before and after um, that you see um, on the box, which, you know, we proved our point to the FDA and got clearance for that, for that claim. You can put it on your neck. And LED stimulates collagen, okay? So that's one great little trick. So I would use neck cream and I would use the LED mask, turn this way and put on for three minutes is just the same. So now it's six minutes a day. You can do that. I can the do that. The decollete, peel your decollete. You know, that resurfacing liquid peel I was talking about that um, we use for the face twice a week in addition to the alpha beta peel, which is a, a daily treatment. Well, that is something peels on the chest work. And so I think that you can improve that. And lots of people haven't done much there. And what's interesting about the skin is that when you go from nothing to something, the results are pretty dramatic right away. So start a peel on your chest. That's a, it's a great, a great thing to do. And you can also, lots of times, hyperpigmentation, sunspots, people don't like that. The IPL serum, it just works, is a targeted treatment for dark spots. You can actually just paint by color and put a little bit on the discolored areas of the chest. It's, it's, it's a, a high-dose vitamin C product. So there's, there's I'm, I'm not going to say that you know, we have as much technology and the kind of results we do um, for the for the neck and chest as we do for the for the face, but there are many things you can do to to, to bring it up several notches. Yeah. Now, one other area um, of concern I think is you know um, men with balding scalps. Yes. And um, they seem to be hypersensitive to getting skin cancer or aging looks on there. And I know that a lot of them have gone through that I've talked with have gone through that more severe peel that you were yes. talking about, yes. um, right. to do it, which is very, I mean, it's very painful. It's, I mean, it's the top of the head. It's a, right. it's a pretty sensitive area. Yeah. Can these peels that you're talking about still be a good preventative maintenance if we're doing them daily or twice a week? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. No. Please understand that, and this is important, okay? Look, beauty and great-looking skin, younger-looking skin 
is one conversation, okay? Mm-hmm. Skin cancer, the, the early treatments and those things, those require a whole different type of approach. And it will be a mistake for people to think they can apply a product that peels their skin for beauty. You know, even if it's a two-step treatment that's safe and has no downtime, it's not something that don't get your hopes up. Please see your doctor if you have that kind of problem. But the deep peels, like you talked about earlier, there's some, there is data that shows it's helpful. Mm-hmm. There are other things one can do. The technology in the office set, setting is really booming. You know, the, yeah. And so I would visit, you know, the classic example now is what we're doing with fat treatments for, with lasers, you know, the, the, the sculpture. Um, Who would have thought you could, you could use a laser that, and we have it here in the office, 25 minutes, and you end up with, you know, you can reduce fat in the stomach and the, and the love handles and the, you know, backs of the arms. Fascinating. But, yeah. So who would have thought, you know, five years ago that that could be done? You can. So there are treatments in the office that really can work, but medical is not the same thing as a cosmetic. I, I appreciate you defining that clearly um, with that. So tell us how we can find, where we can find and how, how we can find you if we're interested in visiting you as a dermatologist, a dermatologist, and then also where can we get your products? Okay. So I'm a dermatologist in New York city on fifth Avenue. You can just Google my name on fifth Avenue. Um, I'm a real practicing dermatologist and you know, I do exist, and I'm in, I'm, in the, I'm the name of the brand, of course, but um, you can just get me off on Facebook, or I have a website. Um, just, you can just find me in, on, online, and, and that's, one, that's, on, that's, that's my Fifth Avenue office. I have another corporate office that's not where I see patients, where um, I create products, and those products um, are available at Sephora. They're available at Nordstrom. They're available in, in many different spas around the country. Um, we're available uh, in London. We're available um, in Germany. We're available in Australia. So it's a, it's a global brand. Good. And Can we buy the, online as well from you? Website, absolutely. Dr. Dennis Gross. Okay. There. Perfect. Um, and it just if you just Google my name, Dr. Dennis Gross, um, it's um, it's readily available, and all my information comes up, and I can see patients, or I can look. You can look at my products. Um, we take questions, and we love to educate. Perfect. Well, thank you. You've been highly educational for us and my listeners today and for me, too. Uh, I appreciate that. So you guys go to drdennisgross.com, right? Right. Um, You'll find out more about him. You'll find out a little bit about his product line. I'm going to say that I'm going to I'm going to try this daily peel. I like the idea of that. I I can do that. This is not this can be part of my regime. I can make that happen. So I'm interested in that one. Thanks for all your medical advice as sure. well. Highly appreciated. And you've been a great guest. Appreciate Thank it. you, Ronnie. Pleasure's mine. Good. So you guys stay with us next week. We're kind of going a little bit more into the wellness feature of our show. And we're going to be meeting with our guest. And she actually is a healing coach. Um, so if you've got some, you've got some things that are unhealed, you've got, to, like me, I had a recent death in my family of my father. Um, and the healing process is real, and sometimes it takes time. Um, she's going to help us with all those things that maybe are not healed from the inside, which can affect our beauty, how we look, how we act, um, and our lifestyle from the outside. So be sure to join us next week as we carry on through the month and progress ourselves into fall. Thank you again, Dr. Gross, for joining Bye. us today. Bye. And remember to always be you in beauty. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.